Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Wow. Welcome to the Born Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host, Chris Broad, and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself. Pete, how the devil are you doing? What's going on? I want to uh, know if anyone's listening to this podcast while they're in Japan. You know, now, now <gasps> it's open. You know, people oh. go to Japan. Are they listening to the podcast? Are they continuing their abroad in Japan podcast journey while they're strolling, strolling <laughs> around uh, around the Japanese countryside? That's what I would like to know. I mean, I was on a I was on a walk around Sendai the other night, and some a really nice chap from I think it was Czech Republic mm. uh, was like f- freaking out that he saw me just wandering around at night because he was he was he was just come over right for his holiday. Yeah. And uh, he couldn't believe that he'd run into me, which is kind of cool, right? I, I love that. And I, mm. I've run into so many kind of foreign tourists over the last few weeks in Tokyo. It's nice. It's it's in, in one res- respect, yes, it's good for your ego to be like, well, yes, I am Chris Broad. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just nice that Japan's open, life's back to normal. It's wonderful. It's yeah. lovely. I'm loving it. Uh, what I'm not loving is I'm in so much pain right now. I've because I'm doing this boxing training. I keep like ripping both my left and right arm muscles off because hmm. when you're constantly <laughs> punching right, you pull your muscles so hard. And is there enough? There must be a better way. I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. And in the training today, uh, the guy that I'm training with, Nicholas Pettas, the the former kickboxing champion of Japan, mm. built like Hercules himself. He punched me in the stomach twenty times, right, as part of my practice. He called it conditioning. <laughs> yeah, he called it like oh, conditioning. We need to yeah, condition we all, you. Yeah, conditioning. Yeah, Fuck sweet. off. Yeah, he just wanted to punch me. Can I punch me? you in the stomach, please? Yeah, lovely stuff. Was he crying Awful. and shouting about his dad at the same time? <laughs> 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 Fuck your dad. <laughs> 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 Honestly, and it, what what made it worse is yesterday I went uh, I went surfing right, and when you surf you're constantly slamming your body down onto the board, and I yes, like okay. my whole stomach was bruised like fuck. It's right. like craters of pain, of craters and of he was pain. punching those bruises yeah. that I'd got from surfing. And it's just, this is getting ridiculous. And surfing, <laughs> to surf right, you don't really use your legs that much. You use all your arm power right to, okay, to move because right. your legs are yeah. on the the board. Mm. Um, so I. My, already my arms are f- screwed and then the day before that I was boxing again so it's boxing surfing boxing more boxing and then boxing again <laughs> probably surfing all of this fitness stuff what am I doing I'm putting myself through absolute hell mm. I don't know if it's worth it 
Hopefully it'll be worth it. But I'm feeling a lot better about myself. And yeah, it was nice. When I did the Halloween party last week, people said that I'd lost weight, even though they're probably lying. It was just nice to be like, wow, Chris, we can see your jawline again. Somebody did come up to me and be like, wow, I can see your jawline again. It's like, I don't want to hear people that. Say- don't tell me that. <laughs> Fuck you. Get out of my I party. I love it when people out get security. things wrong. <laughs> I do like it when people say things. You're like, I wouldn't say that to anyone else. <laughs> but they, sure. they, but it, look, it's a testament to your the quality of your uh, of your output that people feel so comfortable to call you a big fatty. Oh. <laughs> Wow, Chris, you don't look like a roly-poly fucking bowling ball anymore. I, what I didn't mention when I was talking about the Halloween party, the Born Japan Halloween party Ooh. last week, what I forgot to mention is uh, we I had a bodyguard the whole night. What? That I was a site. The, the venue, uh, I, presumably they were worried about security because right. it wasn't like... Yeah, it wasn't like a, an, an influencer type event where they have like a table and they sign shit. I was literally just walking around the pie talking to everyone, right? Which mm. is really cool. Mm. Uh, but this like really, there was three security people. One of them came over to me and he was like, Chris, um, cool, you're also going to like, let's do it kind of thing. And I was like, yeah. And I thought he was just a security for the party, just wandering around. But then I started turning around and he was there every step of the way. Nice. Everything I did, he was there to stop people um, and but it didn't really work my friend had a toy gun and he whipped it out a few times and the bodyguard didn't do anything so <laughs> click did, did, what's you, the point you could have clicked your fingers and had him punch them all in the stomach <laughs> <laughs> absolutely kill him throw him out the window uh, at one point I fell over backwards because I there was something on the floor I don't know and uh, he came like running over like Chris-san don't do this I was like help me up Help me up, bodyguard man. He didn't. I got my own self. But uh, as got, it went to my head, though. I did I did leave the party. At the end of the party, he was like, Chris-san, they just fucked mm. off. Yeah. While, while people were still at the party. So it was kind of like, what's the point? I could have been murdered in the last 20 minutes. The party was still happening. It was fun, though. And it made me think, why don't I have a bodyguard in general? That could be really fun. Mm. Can I, I? How much is a bodyguard, Pete? Do you know? What's the, what's the going rate of a bodyguard? I'll do it for 20 quid an hour. <laughs> and I'll bring right. my own knives. You... Oh, God. <laughs> You've got a katana sword, haven't you? I do have a katana Your sword somewhere, boy. yeah. I don't know how sharp it is, somewhere. to I've never swung it in anger, but uh, one day, if someone tries to get in my oh, house, that's getting getting pointy-sticked. <laughs> Should have done that last last week at the Hall- your Halloween uh, when kids were coming for candy, just open the door with a katana sword and be like, and just run down the street. Probably wouldn't have ended very well. No, true. But uh, somebody, somebody triggered me today. They told me, Chris, I like the channel, but I have some criticism. Uh-oh. I want to see more. I used to like your channel when you did fish out of water stuff. Fish out of water. Mm. The guy in Japan who doesn't know what's going on. And it's like, wait a minute. I've been here 10 years. I've been to 47 prefectures. Every single one. I've met the biggest rock star, the biggest film star. Mm. I've done li- eaten literally everything. How can I be a fish out of fucking water? I know this country better than I know England now. I'd be more <laughs> fish out of bloody water wandering around London or Manchester than I ever would in Japan. There's a point where you can't be the fish out of water dickhead anymore. Like walking around 7-Eleven going, oh, a strawberry sandwich it's so different <laughs> a grape I saw a, to be fair I saw a grape sandwich yesterday I was quite astonished by that it's, the, it's the cream well, that they add to them it's, it's the, it's, they always add cream right. too much cream guys I'm obsessed Fish I, out I, water. I, just don't, I just don't think they would sort of uh, last that long on the shelf if you're putting so much cream in them <laughs> 
It's true. It's true. Mm. But how can I be a fish out of water? But I'm not a fish. What? What am I now, Pete? A fish in the in the water river? that you love. Oh, yeah, you, you just love the, water the water. I yeah. love. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> but it's just like what well, I don't know what I could do now. How? It's a tough thing though. Right? I don't want to be the condescending dickhead foreigner. Well, I already am. I don't want to. I don't <laughs> want to play it up even more though. I can't be here after ten years and still mm. be like, haha, Japan is so weird because I've get it now I kind of understand mm. how the mindset works in many ways I think the Japanese mindset makes more sense than the British mindset yeah. I still remember coming to the UK and just watching a man piss all over an ATM and think what is this what why is this, why is this happening <laughs> what's happened to this country or was it always this shit because yeah. you don't see that in Japan you don't see piss, just, people pissing everywhere <laughs> no no but, that, but I pointed out to a friend of mine he said well it's because the UK hasn't got public toilets that's a good point, agree, actually. Yeah, do, do maybe the case, yes. Yeah, they do have them Japan's in better for that. I don't know. But I'm coming back to uh, the UK in, what is it, November, about six weeks now. Back back to the UK Ooh, for Christmas and something I've been looking forward to. I've been home for Christmas since 2019. Mm. It's my favourite time to be in the UK. It's so good. Christmas in the UK is at its best. Uh, Christmas in Japan is kind of depressing kind of weird unless yeah. you really like the face of Colonel Sanders with a little Santa hat on uh, <laughs> in which case it's great uh, but no really looking forward to it and I'm going to do like I was thinking of doing a video comparing Tokyo to London uh, okay what do you think Pete what do you reckon uh, Tokyo versus I, I London I would very Ooh. much enjoy you doing a piece where like all ten are like there's loads of Japanese people here what's going on <laughs> you've been really confused <laughs> <laughs> fish out of water yeah. like a fish out of water like a fish dare out I say. water <laughs> hey we got a story this week from Ran from Toronto who says hello dirty Donny and big booty broad ooh la la I've been working been working for three years after graduating university and wanted to take some time off Ooh. I've always loved everything about Japan, so I decided to spend four months there. This is just one of the weird encounters that I had. Tinder was all the craze back then, so I, ho I hopped on it as well. I matched with a lovely-looking woman who claimed to be 27, but when we met, she confessed she was 37, which made her 15 years older than me. No big problem, though. Anyway, as the date progressed, she started telling me about how she's divorced with a kid. I'd heard that Japanese don't divorce and instead cheated on their partners. So I persisted—it's fairly accurate. So I persistently <laughs> asked her if she was actually divorced. Right. She gave in and told me that they were separated, but not legally divorced. Mm. At the end of the day, I wasn't feeling the lies, so I just hugged her and went my separate way. But when she texted me, I didn't hesitate to to set up a second date. Naturally, <laughs> naturally, why not? Second date was much more normal. I guess since I knew the truth about her by now, or so I thought, she invited me back to her place for drinks and things were going very well until a man and a kid walked in, dot, 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 ellipsis, they see me and the Are man grabs the dad? kid. Are you my new dad? <laughs> no way. They see me and the man grabs the kid, apologises and goes into one of the bedrooms. I turn to her and she can tell from my expression that I'm not having it. She then told the real truth and said she was still living with her husband and mm. kid for sake of appearances, but that they didn't love each other and were eventually going to get divorced. When she excused herself to use the washroom, I ran out as quickly as I could. Cheers, guys. Uh, ran from Toronto. Holy shit. That's Wild. so damn awkward. That makes me want to cry. 
but very believable. You know, I've heard that before. I know somebody who uh, separated from their husband, had a kid, literally probably the same person mm. uh, in Tokyo. And yeah, she was still living with her husband. I think they were in separate rooms or something, mm. but uh, they do it for the sake of the kid. But yeah, that, it's it's more common than you think, the situation, I think. I think it's more common than you think. Yeah. Uh, because people sort of get rushed into relationships, rushed into marriage, rushed into having kids in their late 20s in Japan. Often they don't have the connection with that person. It's just sort of, they just go along with it for the sake of it uh, due to stress. And then about 10 years later, they're not very happy. And then they do this, and they go on Tinder and meet people from Toronto. <laughs> What's your assessment of the situation, though, Pete? What would you have done in in Rand's shoes? Oh, you don't want to know what I would do. <laughs> no, I think <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I probably would have found it very uncomfortable if uh, if if that was a situation. Um, maybe the third date will go better. Oh, weirdo! <laughs> have a third date. Come on, have a. Third I was half date. expecting. P.S. I, I went out with her for the third day. Yeah. <laughs> and I am her. What I don't understand, <laughs> this is mental. Wait, but let's rewind a minute here. The second date, you don't do a second date at your house, do you? Ever. Right? Uh, yeah, that right? seems pretty. That Yeah, you're right. That that seems pretty uh, pretty intense, perhaps. Unless, well, I mean, I guess something was on the cards, possibly. I, d- I don't know. What? So the second date is at. Mm. Oh no, she invited back to her So it started elsewhere yeah. And then it got invited to, And then you're like, oh cool, this is going very well But uh... <laughs> this, this is so much There's just so much about this that annoys me, right? Mm. What she should have done is I know, I love Hotel District It's called Shibuya or Shinjuku mm. Let's go there Or let's go to karaoke mm. Or let's go to your hotel Or let's go for a walk through the fucking streets of Rapongi. I don't know mm. Don't go, oh yeah, come back to my house Where there's a 35% chance that my husband is going to walk in with my kid creating a phenomenally awkward scenario like isn't that insane she must have thought what? this is just no this makes me really angry this is awful <laughs> well like did the husband do you reckon the husband was like she was like don't come back with the kid keep T- little Takeshi you go and fucking have dinner don't but don't come home right I'm gonna right. be back with the date sleeping yeah. with them on the second date yeah. and he's like yeah sure I won't come back I'm not gonna be spiteful and bring the kid in and walk in on yeah, it yeah who knows and then he's like fuck it I'm gonna get revenge now and then walks in there's just so much about this that just sounds like it must have been staged by mm. the husband or he yeah. wanted to do something or the woman was not thinking rationally mm. I just don't understand I just don't get it Look, what do you think happened it's not it's not how I would uh, not how, how I would deal with things but uh, yeah who knows <laughs> who knows fish out of water isn't it? <laughs> Ram was a fish out of water in the scenario yeah. but a good story though good story and I know a few people that have used Tinder in Tokyo and they always it always leads to some uh, some wacky scenarios mm. I mean I recommend it if you come here you're single you're bored go on Tinder see what happens and for the love of God send us the story because yes, <laughs> they're always gro- they're always golden we mm. should dig out all of the Tinder stories and compile it into one epic podcast episode the but Tinder until that day <laughs> The Broad Japan podcast, Tinder Compendium, coming Ooh. soon. But till that day, what is the news of the week, Mr. Dawson? What's going down in Japan? Oh, it's big, baby. Uh, what is your greatest fear, Chris, uh, just after uh, Halloween has, has, has come and gone? Uh, what is your My biggest worst, fear? Your biggest fear. Does it involve being on a Ferris wheel 
and being stuck on that Ferris wheel. <laughs> well, I'd say it more involves going on a second date at someone's house that is and true. then having yeah, their yeah, husband yeah. and child Exa- Exactly, That's yeah. worse. Yeah, that, that I, is worse. I mean, I was... I was at uh, I was at, I think it was Thorpe Park once and there was a mm. ride called the Saw Ride this yes. is a big theme park in the UK for those of you who don't know it. and this this ride has a precipice that you just drop off and sharply go down and the roller coaster goes into the ground through a tunnel right mm. it's a really scary ride yeah. and the Saw Ride literally got stuck at the point where it was supposed to go over the edge mm. and I watched for about 25 minutes as these I think it must have been four people four or five people <laughs> were stuck on this ride looking downwards wondering when the point was going to come when the fucking like carriage plummeted down yeah um, that that's my worst nightmare but I'd still the second date thing is worse than that <laughs> still worse still worse um, what have you well, got there what have you got well uh, at the family I land uh, you uh, amusement park in Yubetsuka Hokkaido uh, <laughs> a mother and two kids got stuck at the top of a fucking Ferris wheel at 3.45pm on the 25th of September the park staff were getting ready to wrap up uh, the entire experience for the day started shutting oh, down God. the equipment including the Ferris wheel and they just basically lost track of time lost track of space and the situation and they left a woman in her 30s and her two children under the age of 10 uh, they left them suspended at a height of 30 metres at the top of the stationary gondola oh uh, luckily <laughs> luckily though uh, a family member was waiting for them in the parking lot at the time so the mother managed to get on the blower ring them up and sort of say look can you help we're stuck at the top of a fucking Ferris wheel. It's absolutely horrible. That's terrifying, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and you know, it's important to point out where well, you might think, ah, oh, it's all right, they'll just stay the night in a Ferris mm. wheel like you do. But in Hokkaido at this time of year, zero degrees. Very cold. Yeah, we're talking zero <laughs> degrees Celsius. But you're not wrapped up. Yeah. You're dead. Like, yeah. it could actually be hypothermia situation. So, if this is the summer, it wouldn't be so, so much of an issue, but mm. this is not good. Um, but the mayor, the mayor of the town, came out and apologised. Right? I, I mean, the why, why the mayor's, why the mayor's involved? Fine, but I mean, like, if it was someone from out, out, out of the, uh, out of the state, maybe visiting. But I, I do, really do not know why the, the, <laughs> the mayor. Tomiyuki Karita is issuing apology on the town's website. I'm sorry about this. Sorry for the stress and anxiety of their time left behind. I mean, they were only up there for a short period of time. It could have gone a lot worse, but it is bloody freezing overnight, so I'm just glad they got found. Mm, mm. I'm glad everyone's safe. <laughs> Honestly, Japan is... Do you imagine... I'm sorry you got stuck on the Ferris wheel. As, our, as a present, we want to give you free tickets to go back on the Ferris wheel the time of your choosing. You can mm. go back up for free. That's the <laughs> ultimate gift. But Japan's got some like really scary Ferris wheels. <laughs> I remember I took some friends to uh, Osaka once, and we went up the Osaka Ferris wheel, which is yeah. kind of... It's near um, the SeaWorld area of Osaka. Mm. And we went up it, and it was a very windy day. And all of a sudden, sort of a third of the way up, we all sort of looked at each other and we were like, mm. wait a minute, this is fucking terrifying. <laughs> the entire gondola was shaking from side to side. It was like... Right. The wind was like howling through the window. like, mm. And I was like, I don't really want to be in this right now. Mm. In the same way I get a bit panicked when I'm in a plane and there's turbulence. I felt like that. And I was like, 
how long is this going to take? I think it might have even had a see-through floor, which didn't help things. <laughs> um, so I've, I've, always, I've never really cared about Ferris wheels, but that was a massive Ferris wheel in Osaka. If you want a panic attack, go up that in a windy day, on a windy day rather, or go on the Dortenbori Ferris wheel in central Osaka, which is equally as rickety <laughs> and equally as horrifying. What is it with Japan, these bloody Ferris wheels, honestly? Mm. Um, we got... Well, blah, 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 blah. What's wrong with me today? What's wrong with me? <laughs> you know where we're going now. We're going to a break for crying out loud. I'm just, you, I'm terrified. All these been, facts, these. Your head's been scrambled by the by the ascending. Uh, goggles. You know what? I've been hit in the face about twenty times today. It's a miracle my brain is still able yeah, to operate. Yeah, it's a good point. Actually, you've absolutely melted down. <laughs> oh, my poor head. We'll be back in yeah. just a moment, guys. We've got stories, comments, questions in the fax machine. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. In our daily lives, we all carry around with us different stressors. They can be big, they can be small, and sometimes we might not even realise that we're carrying them around with us. But if these feelings stay bottled up, they can start to affect us negatively, which is why having a positive outlet for discussion can be such a valuable tool for your well-being. Therapy can be a perfect outlet for your inner stressors. It's a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. Sometimes just speaking things out into the open can be such a great release of inner tension, so you can spend less time stressing about the issue and more time figuring out how you can overcome it. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash Japan today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P forward slash Japan. And we're back with a fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners, Mr. Dawson? Yes, thank you very much to everyone who's uh, got in touch via the uh, email address. What's the email address, Chris? Abroad in Japan podcast at gmail.com. It's yep. as long and as cumbersome as it was the day we set it up in 2018. I'm just we haven't <laughs> thought of anything quicker. <laughs> we haven't thought of anything easier. better. And, uh, but it, I was just, it gets I was just rid checking. of it, though. Cuts it down all the crap. 
though. Exactly. Get yeah, other people that can't be willing to do that and go the extra It separates the wheat from the chaff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Greg <laughs> Lyles got in touch. Uh, good afternoon, Chris uh, and Pete or any of the guests. Uh, me and my partner off to Hokkaido for a little explore in January. We're going to be staying in Hakodate, uh, Sapporo, uh, Asahi, Kawa, Asaikawa and uh, yes, Noboribetsu. We are well aware of the beer museum mm. in Sapporo, probably for my enjoyment and probably not my pregnant fiance. <laughs> but we're wondering if you had any good tips for things to do, see or eat. Greg, may I recommend the most dangerous uh, <laughs> carnival rides? <laughs> <laughs> that's so perfect yeah this question came up straight after that there's a, there's a lovely ferris wheel in there's Ubetsu. a lovely it's, ferris uh, it's what a lovely ferris wheel <laughs> oh my god imagine being stuck up there with a the pregnant fiance yeah to add fuel to the fire they'd, they'd be oh. we they'd be we in the footwell <laughs> oh god um <laughs> What we'll be staying in uh, Hakodate, Sapporo, Sahikawa, Noboribetsu. Greedy, God, every Greedy. single good town ever. Mm. I mean, that's that's a lot of good places, isn't it? Have you you've you've done your Sapporo, but you haven't done your Noboribetsu or Hakodate, have you? Uh, no, no, I've only done the the main cities, to be honest. Yeah. Mm. I mean. Um, what is there to do? What is there to do? Noboribetsu, the hot spring town. They've got a wonderful uh, geyser called uh, Jigokudani Valley. I went there with uh, Natsuki and Joey literally uh, one year ago, actually. We can find a video on that. I think it's called Five Must Try Dishes in Hokkaido or something mm. like that. But in that video, we went to Noboribetsu and uh, Sapporo and covered a lot of great places there. Also been to Hakodate, which is nice. really nice. It's got uh, lots of crabs. These really terrifyingly big s- snow crabs and the really creepy crabs with long legs. I love crabs. <laughs> All the crabs. All the crabs, All the crabs. Creepy um, crabs. It's also legs. got one of the three good scenic sites in Japan. What does it call it? They, the three big scenic night views of Japan. Yes. You know Japan is always desperately clutching at straws. The one place you can appreciate these five kinds of rice or some shit. There's always something. And this is, to be fair, this is a good one. Hmm. It's on a mountain overlooking Hakodate at the end of the peninsula. And it's a lovely view of Hakodate oh. at night, all lit up. Especially in the winter when it's all drenched in snow. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I, that's what I would say, though. Asahi Kao, I don't really know anything about it, other than it's got a very good zoo. And it's a bitch to cycle through, as I found <laughs> out two months ago with Connor. But I have a yeah. lovely time in Hak- Hokkaido. You've picked a very cool place to travel, Greg. And I wish you all the best with your fiance, who's pregnant. Good yep. luck. You've got one here from... Tim, who begins, hello CrossFit Chris and Coolish Pete, my name's Tim and I live in Sweden. Me and my girlfriend are cosplayers. As Japan is the birthplace of all things cosplay, I was wondering how common it actually is to happen upon random cosplayers in Japan. Have you encountered many during your time there? And what would you cosplay as if you wanted to? Thank you guys, all the best from Tim. Um, I mean, people don't generally cosplay outside of Akihabara or sort of Harajuku right mm. you, you, have you, what, have, what have you seen Pete um, I've not seen massive yeah you're, you're quite right actually but also I think um, it, it, it's a time of year thing I suppose and, and also like yeah. people sort of come out for cosplay get togethers I suppose and, and, and bring the, bring on their best cosplayers so, cosplayers so to speak so uh, yeah I'd, I'd be on the uh, lookout for that sort of thing I reckon yeah I agree with that like generally you, you don't see it you see people mm. wearing some eccentric sort of Lolita Costumes in uh, Harajuku on the Takeshida Street, mm. the street which I can I just cannot stand it. But <laughs> you have to go down there at least once, right? You know which one I'm talking about, right, Pete? The mm. iconic street in front of Harajuku Station. True that, the big long one. Yeah, a lot of, um, lot of popcorn pancakes, for sale. Though. 
Yeah, and, and waffles. Popcorn and pancakes. Love yeah. waffles. Yeah, maybe it's not so bad after all. The waffles aren't that bad. <laughs> yeah. a good, and it's, it's a very mm. good Mexican restaurant around there as well. Um, <laughs> but I would say, no. In short, no. But don't let that stop you, Tim. Come here in your favourite cosplay. As for me, I would cosplay as... Oh, what would you What would you do, Pete? Ooh, I'm not I very good at this question. Uh, sort of Indiana question. Jones, but... Uh, you know, I was actually going to say Indiana Jones as well. Whoa! That means we've both gone for the simplest clutching at straws answer <laughs> that we could think of, rather than anything good. I, I always go do. I as... always do loads. I've, I've done Edward Scissorhands about five times. <laughs> Edward Scissorhands? Yeah. I would spice things up. I'd go as some Spice. sort of dictator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Army. Great stuff, yeah. Lovely. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Colonel Gaddafi. Idiot. I don't know. Colonel Confused Gaddafi. People. You do good Gaddafi. You do some great <laughs> Gaddafi, I tell you what. Lovely old job. What could possibly go wrong? Dressed no. as Colonel Gaddafi. Correct. Okay. <laughs> we got one here from no one who has a name, but I'll hand that over to you, Pete. Okay. Uh, oh, Dr. Jelly Cosplay. It's the Dr. Jelly Cosplay that you mentioned on last week's show, or rather... But there were two. Wednesday show. There were two Dr. Jellies. Well, which Doesn't one? It down. Identify yourself, Dr. Jelly Cosplayer. Good day, Chris and Pete. You often mention your podcast and channel. Uh, to take that step, go out and do the things you want, even if you are anxious because you don't want to have any regrets. I totally agree. But I wonder, is that coming from experience? Were there any opportunities in Japan that you passed up that you, passed up that you now regret? Uh, thanks, Dr. Jelly Cosplayer, from your Halloween party. Chris, you are probably not someone who regards themselves as being insular or, you know, willing to kind of, like, step out of your comfort zone. Your life is one big dangerous world with lions and knives one and bombs. mental uh, breakdown. One big <laughs> mental breakdown. Uh, have you sort of ever regretted not doing something that you really wanted to do? Shyness is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love that song. Uh, song. Uh, shame, shame Morrissey went. Mm. Down the toilet, down the pan, correct. With his dodgy Lot views. Of men of um, age do. God I'm planning on a vault fast. I tell you what, <laughs> it's so trippy when you you know that song. What was it? It's by the Smiths, isn't it? Show yeah. Nice. I can't remember. Mm. Oh, ask. It's called Ask by the Smiths. If you look at Morrissey in the eighties and Morrissey now, it's like two people. It's just <laughs> no. Honestly, yeah. what a shit show. Don't yeah. let that stop you enjoying the Smiths, though. Don't let you, don't let that stop you. Um, we've digressed. We've we've mm. we've deviated. What was the question? I. I've tried to basically I did regret my first year in Japan in many ways in the sense that I didn't really do a lot. I'm currently writing a um a book about my sort of time in Japan and a lot of the first chapters obviously the first year fish out of water I was a fish <laughs> out of water. I didn't know what was going on. It was crazy. Strawberry sandwiches everywhere. But while I was experiencing Japan for the first time and living it and whatnot, I didn't really go and do a whole lot or meet any new people or nothing fun happened. I think yeah. because I was quite anxious about not being able to speak Japanese, it kind of made me feel uncomfortable and weird. Mm. Um, so I held off a lot. Um, and then in the second year, I was like, right, now I know a little bit of Japanese, I'll go and do some stuff. <laughs> and I went out, I met literally in the same week my first my then Japanese girlfriend I met Natsuki I met uh, a guy who became my Japanese teacher Ito yeah. Sensei and like the whole amazing life in Japan really kicked off in my second year just because mm. that first year I did spend too much time indoors doing soddle apart from studying if I'd gone out earlier um if I'd gone out in those opening months and used the Japanese I was learning I would have got a lot further and probably done a lot more cool stuff so I right. regret that I regret not going out and, and doing things and mm. Um, I my only advice is 
if someone says, do you want to do this? Just always say yes. Yeah. Become a yes man or woman. Uh, just say yes to things because you never know where it'll take you. I remember I was reluctant to do... My friend Yuki asked me to do a um, a business competition over the course of a weekend in, uh, in Sakata when I lived there, my second, mm. third year. And I went there and I was like, oh, I don't really want to go. And I went and look, I didn't overly enjoy it. It was all right. But I met a guy there who introduced me to Riotaro. And if I hadn't done gone to that event I don't I would never have met Ryotaro and I would never have ended up in Sendai living a very kind of awesome lifestyle here on the other hand though I might have ended up in Tokyo making better videos making way more money and being very happy so hmm. don't know we don't know do we we'll never know <laughs> benefit of hindsight but look just say yes to things and only good things can happen unless it's bungee jumping or hmm. anything like that don't do that don't be do, well you can do bungee jumping as long as it's safe. Nah. Can you, oh, you I imagine doing yeah, I, I imagine like doing extreme sports in Japan is way more safe than doing it anywhere else because they are very risk averse. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I remember I watched a bungee jump video in a country that wasn't overly great once and they hadn't tied the end of the cord oh, to the bridge and that was the end of that bungee jump and um Oh, that, I think that's the reason I, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> ever doing a bungee jump because I know while it's safe yeah. uh, in most countries it's still just like is it worth the 10 second thrill to potentially just die and yeah. I, as I watched Connor plummet off the edge of a ravine in his video that we did <laughs> two or three months ago for his birthday admittedly mm. uh, I did think nothing is worth that uh, he's 26 he's naive he's a kid he's, he knows nothing of the world <laughs> I'm a wise old sage 32 I'm so much more brilliant um, but no I don't know where this is going go and bungee jump have fun say yes to things keep the stories there. questions comments coming in to abroadjapanpodcast at gmail.com we'll be back later in the week guys still over again but for now no matter where you might be out there in the big wide world have yourself a great few days and we'll see you right back here to do it all over again on the Abroad Japan Podcast bye for now Bye for now. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. 